Good morning, world. Today's going to be a great day. Welcome back to the Play Life Loudly podcast. I am your host, Abby Halpin, physical therapist who wishes she was a music teacher. Today, I want to talk to you about why injuries happen and what to do when they do. But before I do, I wanted to start telling you um, why I'm greeting you like this. (laughs) When I was a kid, my dad would wake us up in the morning. He would do so by running into the room, opening the blinds, and yelling, Top of the morning, world! It's going to be a great day! And then he would, like, jump around a bit more, turn on all the lights, and run out of the room, presumably to go torture my brother in the same way. This habit of greeting the day kind of stuck with me. And once I got over being an annoyed teenager that just couldn't deal with this level of enthusiasm, I gradually turned into my dad. (laughs) So... That is how I greet the day now. It's worked out pretty well. So that's how I'm going to greet you. (laughs) Uh, I realize it may not be morning when you listen, but the sentiment is the same, no matter what time of day it is. So today, let's talk about why injuries happen and what to do about them. The first thing I want to say is that discomfort and pain do not mean that some kind of tissue damage or structural damage has happened. We know this because we can delay pain experiences when some other type of safety is on the line, even when damage has occurred. So say you sprain your ankle tripping over a microphone cord on stage. Under normal circumstances, you like grab your leg and fall over and cry, right? Somebody hopefully helps you. But say there are now 300,000 people watching and waiting for your performance. You're either going to either massively downplay your response, or maybe you even make it through the performance before hobbling off stage and laying on the ground and crying. <laughs> so your brain can overpa- like overpower the pain due to other danger signals. These danger signals are kind of the OMG, people are watching, my career is on the line, or this performance is so important to me. Um, these are just as important and we can change our own experience based on the entire experience. So people are watching versus not watching. I say all of this just to put it out there that you don't need to assume that there's been structural injury if you have pain. There are a thousand reasons you may have pain and we will probably talk about that a whole lot more on future episodes. I just had to say all that before I get to the next part of this. So in general, injuries happen when the load you place on your body is suddenly much more or much less than like the resilience you have built up. You make something work a lot harder than it has been and you're alerted to, again, the possible kind of danger of this. This danger can be interpreted as pain because it's trying to get you to stop doing it before something happens. It's trying to help you. These load shifts can be like a literal load, like how much weight are you lifting? If that's a lot more than you're used to, yeah, you might be alerted to it a little bit more. (laughs) It could be a change in the intensity. Say you're used, like say you're a pianist and you're used to doing a whole bunch of runs and you haven't really been practicing a ton of chords and then all of a sudden you're like, now I'm playing a Rachmaninoff piece. And so it's gonna be a lot of more heavy chords bigger dynamic swings, that kind of stuff. So intensity changes can can matter. Um, it could be like a, a new position. So it's not necessarily like a new skill or a new um, other kind of load, but like now you have to sit rotated for hours on end. This happens a lot in like musical theater um, and moving about the stage, like your blocking can mess with you. 
The most common thing for musicians is a volume shift. And I think a lot of you are going to go, yeah, okay. (laughs) So I see this when musicians have been practicing steadily for like 30 minutes, two to three times a week. And then they know they've got this big competition coming up or a big event or something. And they practice for like eight hours, two days in a row. And then they have three shows over the weekend. If this happens at the same time as some of these other variables, like the music being more intense in a way that you're not used to, or your sleep or your eating routine is off and a bunch of other things that could kind of throw you off, your the volume to the alerts about this, like, mm, this could be dangerous at some point, are going to be a lot louder than they would be if it was a more gradual shift in your training volume or if any of those other factors weren't a factor. <laughs> it's really important for me to share this because the cycle that I see a lot of musicians getting into is they have this big bump in practice or performing. So something starts to hurt a little bit. And so after the last show, they like rest for a week. They do nothing. And then they start practicing again. So you go from this kind of moderate practice to intense practice and long durations to that like high intensity, often routine smashing performance weekend to zero load. And then starting again, it's like you're recovering from training whiplash. There are always times that you do need that extended rest, like you need the week off or even longer. But ideally, you take that rest before you need it because of discomfort. And if something is uncomfortable, make sure that you have some guidance to maintain some level of practice or skills work so that your tissues don't have another shock to the system going to zero and back again. Basically, don't give your body training whiplash. Physical therapists are actually really good at finding ways to keep going, even if it's a heavily modified version of what you're used to. Don't avoid getting care because you think a PT is going to tell you to stop playing. Actually, if you do get that message, just get a second opinion. (laughs) And you deserve care from somebody who knows the requirements of being a musician. So I'm curious to hear what your thoughts about this are. Have you had this experience? I know I have. (laughs) Remember that we are all better when you get to do you and you deserve to be healthy, happy, and get the care you need. So let me know what you need.